So captions. Now, if you're not a natural writer, I do not want you to be despairing. Writing captions does not need to be arduous, doesn't need to take a ton of time out of your day, doesn't need to be something you dread. In this lesson, I'm going to share a few shortcuts, kind of formulas and tips for making sure you're making the most of your captions, but do not use any of the below as a stick to beat yourself with. These are just some pointers if you're struggling, if you want a little bit more of a framework to how you're creating your captions. I think they're 50% of our message on Instagram, so it's worth talking about and stretching ourselves and building some muscles in this area so we can really make them work for us. So when it comes to Instagram captions, there are three elements that I think it's not pulling its weight unless it includes. The first one is value. We've talked about this a ton. Something interesting, informative, emotive, inspiring, aspirational, entertaining. We've covered it all in previous lessons. Maybe your photo already delivers enough that your caption doesn't need to. That's definitely possible. But if in doubt, add it to the caption too. The second thing it needs is a way in. So your caption is really your conversation starter. The most common mistake I think I see in captions across Instagram is people not leaving it open enough to give anyone anything to comment on. So if all you write is, I love Christmas, or new stock now in store, or the beach at Mondello, people are going to have to work and think really hard to come up with anything to say. And actually, the chances are they're just not going to bother to do that. So your post is going to get less engagement and it's going to fall flat. You want to make sure every caption you post leaves space for a conversation to begin. Ask yourself, what would I reply to this? And if you can't immediately think of five or six options off the top of your head, I want you to delete it and start again. Think about it as a real life conversation. If you wouldn't sit down at a table full of people and say, the beach at Mondello, then don't say it on Instagram. Say what you would say at that table instead, like, guys, can I show you some pictures of this amazing beach we found last weekend? It was just unbelievable, and this is why. See the difference? One is a conversation, and the other is a monologue. The third thing, then, is a really punchy, great opening sentence. And I don't mean great as in a work of literary genius, although if you are one, feel free to wow us with that. Really, a great opening sentence is just something usually short, it's usually simple, but it's a hook to grab the reader and it makes them want to read on. So maybe you open with your question and then you explain your answer. Maybe you say something controversial or surprising to get people's attention. The first sentence is going to determine whether people keep reading or skip over the whole caption. Now, this is not just true on Instagram. Any writer for print knows the opener is key to grabbing the reader's attention. It's been that way for an awfully long time. That's human nature. So if you're struggling to think of a punchy opener, I've got a few that you can try on for style. You could go with, nobody ever teaches us something. Whatever that something is for you. There's so many things I wish someone had taught me as a child. I could write a whole Instagram account dedicated to them. You could go with, have you ever done X? or confession, something, something, something. You can say, I was today years old when I learned about whatever you've just discovered. Yesterday I learned on Twitter, for example, that the song Nights in White Satin is about nights as in nighttime and not nights on horses. Mind blown, I was today years old when I learned that. You could say, today sucked. It started when, and then tell the story. You could say, oh, do you ever wish something? <laughs> you could share your photo and say, photo as above, reality 
and then tell them the story of what was really going on. You could say, fuck, that was the first word out of my mouth this morning because something, something, something. Depending on your attitude to swearing, but I think you can get the idea that it grabs people's attention. Now, that list could be endless, and I'm sure if you Google it, there are countless lists on the internet of great opening lines to books, to Tinder profiles, to blog posts, to whatever. I tend to think of my opening sentence and everything else flows as well. So sometimes if I think of a great opener and it's when I'm in the shower or I'm driving or I'm in the bath, I find a way to make a note of it because I know if I have an opening sentence, I can build everything else around that. A few extra little tips that might be helpful to some of you. Tuning into your voice. Sometimes when we sit down to write something, what actually comes out sounds like somebody else. We are influenced by so many things that we read, who we follow, the thoughts we have about the people who are going to be reading it, the thoughts about what people want us to be or we think they want us to be. And sometimes all of that combines together and creates a style of writing in our captions that sounds really inauthentic and is so much hard work to maintain. For most of us, the tone that we want for our captions is roughly the same as how we would sound in a text or a WhatsApp message to a friend. So in a text, we might still try to be succinct. We're not going to take up too much space. Maybe we want to be clear. Most of us probably want to be witty, but we don't feel the need to be pretentious or super formal. We don't talk about ourselves as a group. We don't say we when we mean ourselves. And we're pretty much just who we are. What I will say is once you have written one or two captions that feel right, that you like the tone that you've gotten and they feel reflective of you, save those somewhere you can access them really quickly. So put them in your iPhone notes, wherever you're writing your captions, so that you can revisit them again whenever you're stuck. Like literally just open them up and read them to yourself. It's kind of the same way, I don't know if anyone else gets this, but if you read too much Jane Austen, I start to talk like Lizzie Bennet for about 20 minutes afterwards. (laughs) And it's the same thing. You refresh your memory of the tone and it kind of helps you drop back into that space and into that register and start to recreate it. After a while, it's like a muscle. It just gets easier and easier to do. Considered questions. So including questions, open questions like, what are your plans for the weekend? Or really closed questions like, do you like Marmite? Either way, they're a great way to spark conversation, which we know increases engagement, it builds relationships, it builds community. So you can put them at the start of your caption, or you can put them at the end. I would say experiment, see which one seems to get the most responses, what's working best for you. The word of caution I want to say here is make sure if you're using questions, you're keeping them relevant and genuine and interesting. Including questions has become this kind of engagement hack a lot of people use to try and increase their post visibility because we know that roughly more comments equals more visibility. But a low effort, uninvested question is so obvious and I think it's a big turn off to readers. You know those posts that just say, how is your Monday? It sounds so hollow and it becomes even more hollow when the person who asked the question never actually reads or responds to any of the responses that they get. If you're concerned that you're going to pose a question that nobody's going to answer, um, I always say include your own answer first and then go and tag a few friends, DM a few friends, text a few friends, get them to come and get things started. Remember that nobody is actually really watching and judging you the way you're judging yourself anyway. But I understand that feeling. You don't want to be the first one up on the dance floor. Bring a few friends along for the ride. This is where our DM groups are going to come in really handy and I will talk about them soon.
There's no single optimum length for a caption. I know that's something people ask quite a lot. It really does vary depending on the topic and the day and the weather outside and the audience. So it's really wise to just keep experimenting with a range. If you're writing something short, I would say make every word count. There's obviously a difference between being succinct and just saying nothing. And if it's longer, be mindful about including white space. So things like line breaks, even emojis, just things to break it up and draw people in. Your formatting will play a big role in people's unconscious decisions about whether to commit to reading the whole thing, as will the interestingness of your first sentence. If you're trying to put space, like line spaces in your caption, Instagram does allow for this, but it's finicky. Is that the word? Finicky. It's finicky. (laughs) If there is a space at the end of your sentence or at the start of your next sentence, that will break the line return from working. So my suggestion is either be really, really careful with your spaces or better yet, I sometimes just put a dot, like a full stop, a period on an empty row and that will work for you. Call to action. So a call to action, sometimes you'll hear it called a CTA. It's just a really overt and obvious way that you're inviting your audience to do something. So on Instagram, you might ask them to comment. You might say something like, tell me your favorite below, or I'd love to hear your ideas. Can you leave me a comment? Maybe you'll say, have you ever experienced something like this? Questions work best for this. But again, we want to avoid those bland kind of comment fishing ones. They've got to be genuine and interested to work. Alternatively, you could give people a different call to action. You might say, can you share this post with someone who needs it? Can you click the link in my bio and go and check this thing out? Why don't you go and check out my story highlight because I've put some things there. If we don't tell our audience how we want them to engage with us, then it's not all that surprising that they don't. Tell people who you are and tell them what you do frequently. Do not assume that people always know your story because new people are finding you all of the time and they won't all see your bio. They won't all remember who you are. Think about when you see people's pictures on your home feeds. It's with that tiny profile icon, the caption is the only context and not everyone is going to remember who you are or how they found you or why they started following you. So you need to be explicit. We need to repeat often introducing ourselves. There's a hashtag called Friday Introductions, which is perfect for this. You just introduce yourself and use that hashtag. My final tip here is to answer people's questions and advice. So write for your target customer or follower, thinking about the kind of language that she uses, what things she might want to know about you. Instagram is this great place where we can answer any questions they might need answering before they're ready to buy from us if we're a business. So it could be like, where are you based? It could be, how can I use this in my life? Or it could be anything that's coming up as a frequently asked question. And if you're showcasing a product, tell them how to buy it. If you're showing a work in progress, tell them when it's going to be available. Tell them they can sign up to your mailing list to get notified. Tell them how. If you're stuck for a caption, I have a few prompts that I find get my creative juices flowing. What have I been feeling, doing or working on lately that I think others might relate to? What is the truth behind this image that I'm sharing today or why I want to share it? What conversations have I been having recently in my real life social circles? What am I struggling with? What am I celebrating? What have I learned that might be helpful to others? What questions have I got for my audience? What is special about this image or this product that I can tell people about? How can I be of service to the people who are following me today? And why do I want to post something today? You'll find in your workbook a couple of caption planner worksheets where you can kind of outline 
a few ideas that might have sprung to mind as we've talked about this. I'm not suggesting that you grab a piece of paper and write all of your captions out by hand every time. That would be super labor intensive. But it is a valuable thing to do as an exercise because it just helps you pull apart and analyze the different components of how you're creating a great caption. That means that if at 2am, like me, you suddenly think of an awesome opening line for something, you've got somewhere you can scribble it down and a place where you can see what you need to add to it to get it ready to post. You'll also find in the course notes a sample version of this that I have filled out just to try and make it make a little bit more sense. 